Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. We're back and better than ever. A new web interface for the start of the basketball season and more props, odds, and lines than ever before. BetOnline remains your number one spot for the for all your basketball and football action this season. Head to the new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code BELIEVE50, that's B-L-E-A-V, 50, B-L-E-A-V 50 to receive your bonus from basketball, football, baseball, postseason, NHL, boxing, and UFC right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports. BetOnline, where the game starts. Believe in the Arizona Cardinals. It is the Arizona Cardinals-centric specific show. I am one of your co-hosts. I am Javon J. Love Adams. And with me, as always, is the one and only Ed Easy Smith. Not only could he uh, could he still a base or two playing professional baseball, but he also played in the National Football League as well. What is good, my brother? Hey, brother Jay. you know how they start some of those particular meetings off. Hi, my name is Ed. Hi, Ed. Well, yeah, I'm here because I have a problem. I didn't initially believe in the Arizona Cardinals, and now I believe in the Arizona Cardinals. <laughs> yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. But, hey, the first, the first part of realizing you have a problem is acknowledging that you have a problem. And I, I had a problem that I didn't in the beginning of the year. I didn't necessarily believe. Like I said, they've made me a believer, so let's talk about it. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So we are going to be talking and we are going to be, I think, well, I know I'm definitely going to be eating some crow as we go through this, uh, this week's show. So the Arizona Cardinals are six and oh, so we are going to recap their victory over the Cleveland Browns. What was it? 37 14, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, sir. All right. Dominating 37 to 14. So we're going to reflect upon that and look ahead to uh, the the matchup against the the Houston Texans coming up this week is that one of those proverbial trap games? We'll see. That given the way this team has performed, maybe not. And of course, we'll give our thoughts about who we think will come out on top. So there are a lot of great things to talk about when we t- when we look back on this game. But I, I'll again, you mentioned it just a moment ago, but I'll say it again right now. I definitely 
believe in the Arizona Cardinals now. I think they've they've showed various things throughout this season, uh, this early season. They're six and zero, so we're still you know we still got a long ways to go, so that so we can't forget that. But we must say we were wondering how they were going to how they were how they were going to perform going on the road to Tennessee and how they were going to perform. They did. They came out. They they performed great great there. We wondered would they ever be able to get it to curl quite right when it came to the Los Angeles Rams. They were able to win and not not last second. They were able to win, win decidedly. What about the 49ers? Sometimes they can get the 49ers. Sometimes the 49ers get them. They acquitted themselves quite well. They, they avoided a trap game for the most part with uh, Jacksonville when they came out on top. They, it was a little sloppy, but they got it done. The defense has been has been um, definitely been the, the, the star of the show, so to speak, when it comes to still some things to maybe shore up when it comes to that, that run, you know, running up the middle, but you can't, but you can't, uh, you, you can't slight them at all when it comes to that. And then, of course, going on the road, a lot of different things that they could have just said, nah, we, we're going to throw in the towel, we're going to tap out because their head coach wasn't there because, uh, because of COVID-related the testing positive for COVID-19. We have injuries. We have other players that, were, that weren't available, namely Chandler Jones, because of testing positive for covid all those things that, uh, you know, a, a rookie signal caller, I think the Whipple was the one that was calling the signals on the calling the plays for the for the offense. But they came out decidedly. They are six and oh, they are atop the NFC West. Your thoughts on this game or just in the Cardinals as we enter this again, they're six and oh, going into this uh, going into week seven. Well, you know, I love your recap, Jay, because you just you just ran it down. They've won impressively on the road. Uh, they won the trap game going over to Jacksonville, although not impressively, you know, not with like in dominating fashion. But then they overcome uh, one of those games against the 49ers that we all know in the past, you know, those are the type they lose. And sometimes you got to win ugly. So you check that category off. Yep. And then you go back on the road over to Cleveland, where we both thought with the plan of attack that Cleveland might employ it might be our kryptonite. They might run the ball down our throat, time possession. We never see the ball. Uh, we get walk away with, uh, you know, pretty much our feelings hurt because they pretty much just dominated time possession, uh, scored on us. You know, we never really got in the rhythm. And then you throw in all the other uh, adage, no head coach. Yep. Uh, your center is done for at least three games on IR. So you got to, yes, uh, you know, he's out. You got Chandler Jones not making the trip. I mean, we had every reason to go over there and just kind of, you know, hey, hey, look, who 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 can blame us if we walk home with an L on this one? And they went over and not just win, but dominate the game and win impressively. And yeah. for me, that's the biggest thing. It wasn't one of those ones where it's like, well, you know, Cleveland kind of gave it away. Man, we went over there and said, that's my ball, punk. That's my ball. <laughs> they were like, I mean, we deboed them, bro. We went over there and we ran against them. Kyle, you know, had a, a very efficient game. Four touchdowns. Four touchdowns. D hops over there doing his thing. And then we straight up got after uh, uh, poor uh, Baker Mayfield. Yes. I almost felt a little sorry for him. You know, he at one point he had that shoulder uh, slammed down. And I thought I give him a lot of credit because he did come back out there for round uh, four, five, six, and seven. But he was, a, <laughs> he was a shot fighter, bro. By the time they brought him back out there, he was shot. He was, you know, man, we just got after him. A very impressive win. Like you said, we got a play caller who's, you know, if, if has ever done this before, ain't done it at this level like this. Right. All those scenarios, man, we went over there and come back with a 37 to four. Not a not a last second field goal or anything like that, 
we went over there. Like I said, we we just we dominated. That was about as for me about as impressive as you can get in terms of what our expectations were and how they came out on top in this game. So you know whether it's eating crow or just being very pleasantly surprised. Like I said, it, it is what it is. I mean, obviously we got to follow it up week to week, but at six and zero, I had them nowhere. Six and zero, bro. Yeah, I mean, me either. Three and three, four and two would have been acceptable. Six and zero, not just the top of our division, but the last undefeated team standing in the league. Now yes. we're not going seventeen and zero. I'll get that right. out of your heads. We're not going seventeen and zero, but it's an honor every year for the Miami Dolphins. The old ones from the 1972 season, whatever it was, they're yes. waiting for you to lose so they can pop bottles. So yes. we are we are the last team on that list. Yes. And so going into this week, again, if it just kind of as you look back, that shows the medal or the resolve of this team. You, the the question that we had, we know that with, with some of the injuries, of course, we didn't find out until Friday or just yeah, Friday with both uh Coach Kingsbury, but then also that uh that that Hudson was gonna be that was put on the injured reserve. And so that means he's gonna be out for at least three weeks. So this week's game and for at least two more. So we'll see how that shapes out. And so there was that question mark in terms of that we talked about not only here last week, but also on our radio show as well, locally, Easy Sports Talk Show. And we also uh, question the the question was in terms of when you look at that that the play calling so not knowing how that was going to work with somebody trying to understand the rhythm and the feel and those types of things and there was there were a couple of plays uh what is it the third down play when uh, after after a penalty in which it, it resulted I want to say in a in a Kirk touchdown uh there were the defense on the defensive side of the ball there was the when the when the Browns went for it on fourth down and they ended up uh, applying that pressure and got to, got to Baker Mayfield. So there were a lot of defining moments within this game that really, again, shows that this team may be coming together. We, we hope that when you can, the, I think the best thing is when you have these different part times where you go through some adversity or some, when you're challenged and you're able to, you're able to overcome and come out on a positive end of it the next time, because there will be a next time. The next time you're challenged in the same way, you can draw on the, on the most recent experiences that you've had, that you've been successful and be able to try to make sure that you can, that you don't get down or that you don't, that you're not weary or that you don't try to throw in the towel on some of those things. So I was definitely impressed. The defense, I think this has been said again, we, we, uh, a couple seasons ago, they weren't able to cover the tight end. I was listening to 98.7 today, and Ron Wolfley was talking about that in terms of lamenting the fact that we were on them so much about some of the little things that weren't able to be shored up. And then there were some things last season as well. But this season, it seems to be whether it's the moves from Kime to, to be able to be brought in or it's just the being in a system for a certain period of time that seems to be clicking for the most part and at least going in the right direction for sure, at least giving confidence not only I would not only to the fans of the Cardinals, but to the for those that are within that locker room as well. Yeah, and the magical word for me throughout this whole, you know, this game and through the uh, you know, it was like I said, I continue to see how impressive it was was the balance they had going over there to Cleveland. Would have been very easy to go one way or the other with this game plan. And I I, I give a lot of credit to Kingsbury because he must have really had these uh, coaches prepared to go over there and man it without him. But if you look at it, Kyler only threw the ball 30 times. He was 20 for 30, um, really efficient in that manner. And then we ran the ball, told it 37 times, Jay, yeah. for 144 yards. Here's the other bounce that I like. 
AJ Green, five receptions. Yeah. Christian Kirk, five receptions. DeAndre, three. Uh, Rondell, three. And then you go down the list, you know. But think about this. Last year, it was all or nothing with D-Hop. D-Hop would have 10, 12, 13, 15 targets, 10 catches, yeah. and everybody else would have one or two, you know. So yeah. the fact that we're spreading the ball around, not getting too keyed in on one guy. And then, like I said, to do that with not your head coach in in the mix, you know, and I'm pretty sure he prepped those guys. And who knows how much, much conversation he had with them either during the game. I'm not sure what's allowed and what isn't. But, you know, they, they were over there uh, basically getting things done without Kingsbury in the room. And like I said, and then defensively, man, we just got at it. Uh, from the start of the game to the end of the game, and stopping the run. I think you'll agree with this. From the very beginning, we kind of put Kareem Hunt in a box. And then, you know, they kept trying to get it to him. They couldn't do it. They couldn't run the ball. That set the tone for everything because, once again, we talked about on our show on Saturday, it was all about, man, you know, they're probably going to run Kareem to his legs fall because they really want to kind of keep uh, uh, Baker Mayfield under wraps. You don't want him throwing the ball 35, 40 times or anything like that. In the end, he only threw it 28 times, but you're looking at 31, 20 out of 31 and only 19 uh, rushes. So they only had the ball for 50 plays. Yeah. So, I mean, we, we dominated the time possession. Uh, we dominated just about every aspect of this game and very impressive once again. And uh, wow, like I said 6 and 0 is not where I saw this team. Not where I saw it either. So let's make that make that transition and maybe try to look ahead to being a six and zero team, being a team that that has experienced success. And you and you felt that you saw this or experienced this when you were on the Atlanta Falcons on that journey to the uh, to to the playoffs and ultimately to the Super Bowl. Is that so? What what happens when you? have that belief in yourself that you can go in and nothing is nothing is impossible. All things are possible. And then you have a game where it's somebody that now coming off of, again, if we look at recency here, we look at going to Cleveland and, and being not even being favored. So they weren't favored. Mm-hmm. So going into Cleveland and, and, and winning that game, going, uh, taking, taking care of the 49ers in an ugly game, as you mentioned, beating the, the wicked witch of the West, so to speak with the, with the Rams. So that's three, Big games that you had to get up for for various reasons. And now you have the Houston Texans coming in. So it's almost natural to want to have a little bit of a letdown. I'm inclined to believe that this team, won't, that maybe they, they, they better win, but they, but to, that they won't have such a letdown the same way that they approach that, maybe that Jacksonville game. Now that they have that under their belt, maybe they've learned. And so there, there's that, there's that, uh, that, what is it, that muscle memory now. Your thoughts on how you f- see this game breaking down with the Texans? There's a balance between like having belief in yourselves and more confidence versus like being overconfident and think we've arrived, right? Give right. a quick story. The 98 season I played in, we had two blips in our 14 and two season. And both times when we all, we started like kind of smelling ourselves a little bit. I right. remember in week three, we went out to San Fran. They were still in our division, the Mayor, uh, NFC West. So, you know, I was with the Falcons. We go over there 2-0. and They're 2-0. and You know, they got Jerry Rice, Steve Young, this whole cast. And we're like, yeah, we got our first two. What? What? Man, we went over there and they smacked us like, I mean, they owned us, right? Right. All right. We go home, make a couple adjustments, win a few more. Then next, you know, we had to go up to, I think it was the Jets that year. So we, I think going up there 4-1, 5-1 or whatever it was, once again, starting to feel our musk, Jets smacked us. Like, who's your daddy? Yeah, we're your daddy, right? Right. And it was kind of a reminder. And I'm what I'm 
hoping with this Cardinals team is they don't have to go through those lessons of, hey, wait a minute. I know we've done some stuff so far, but we aren't there until we get to that final whistle of the final game of the year. And like I said, nobody's going 17-0 in these days. But you would look at this game coming up, and this, once again, should be a game at home after your performance over in Cleveland that you dominate this Houston team that comes in here. Don't give them any hope. When they come in here, dash it quickly. They got a rookie quarterback. You don't want them hanging around in the game or playing with them or anything. You have more talent. You're obviously being coached well. You have more experience right now. This is one of those games you want everybody concentrating like this is game one of the season. Okay. Don't be looking ahead like we're 6-0, and who's next up on the list, you know, that type of thing. Next up on the list is the Houston Texans, and they can come in here and steal a game from you. And here's the one thing, Jay, we all know. You get to the end of the season, it is so small – of margins that separate you from being the team that wins your division, gets that first round by, mm-hmm. um, all your playoff games are home, et cetera, et cetera. Or you're the wild card team, like a Tampa Bay last year who had to go on the road and win three on the road just to get to the, to the Super Bowl. You don't want that road. You want to make it as easy as you can. And these are the games you look back, 17-game season, man, if we would have just handled our business against Houston of all teams, you yeah. be in this position versus that position. So that's what you don't want. You don't want, man, I wish we would have later on in the season. So that means this week, you know, once you guys look at the film, today's Monday, we're doing the show. This game is in the books. This one is over. Now it's time to focus on Houston, handle your business this coming week. Everybody be professional, uh, you know, prepare just like you did for this one on the road, and we should be good to go. I think if we look at, the if they come in and they get this start seven and zero, it doesn't matter if you're beating a team that you that you are much more superior, far superior than that. That's going to take the 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 what's already at almost a fever pitch for the valley because the, the this Phoenix metropolitan area, this Valley of the Sun, and it will take it to another level. And then you'll have these these continued um, set of expectations that continue to rise. And I just wonder. And, and, and again, just I think it's a cool place to be in to start to look slightly ahead to say we talked about you know different parts of the season being not wanting to um, not wanting to to uh, to get too far ahead of yourself and start smelling yourself so to speak. How do you within a within that locker room start to try to get people to stay focused, stay to stay hungry, to make sure that you're acting as though you are always disrespected. I think that there might be easy chances to that, but I want your thoughts on it because if you look at, uh, what was it, Sports Center? I heard this mentioned earlier today that there's so much, and again, because of their heritage brands, but the, the Patriots and the, and the Cowboys was so, were, were mentioned so heavily and focused on so heavily and that the mention of the Cardinals being 6-0 and was almost an afterthought as opposed to focusing on them with any, with any sense of, uh, with any sense of importance. Does those, do those types of slights in the national media, can that go to, to galvanize a team and continue to have you focused on the prize? Well, Jay, you're hoping that all the uh, chatter and everything that's going on outside of the walls of the Cardinals locker room, you're hoping guys aren't taking it too seriously because, you know, all of a sudden now there'll be talks about Kyler Murray MVP. It'll be this, it'll be that. Uh, right now, it's the, the, the job of the coaching staff, meaning Kingsbury and every individual coach, to keep everybody grounded. The other portion is that's why you brought 
players like J.J. Watt and certain other players in, look, fellas, this is a long road. It's not a sprint. It's a marathon. We got a long way to go. I would reflect back on, hey, at one point, you you know, we were 6-3 and three last year looking up, looking yeah. down at everybody like, hey, where we end up? We ended up at 8-8. Eight and eight. That's a real recent example of where we can be. Uh, the other thing, as far as – think about this, Jay. We just went through uh, an NBA season, although it was a condensed one of 70-whatever games with the Suns. We had their initial start of the season, and we, you know, we were like, hey, if they just make the playoffs in five, six, seven seed, you know. Yeah. Yes, you know, they're leading the West, you know, yes, right. home games, playoffs, go to the NBA finals. And we all – you and I talked about it all the way through, how expectations – change once you start to have a little success. Yes, sir. Pressure becomes a little more, et cetera, et cetera. We had an example of that. We hope that our Cardinals, some of them were watching that. And like I said, it's not as easy as it looks. One, you know, 6-0 and is great, but you could be 6-11 and in the blink of an eye. It's yeah. before, you know. Yeah, I think there are examples. Of, there were examples of that. Uh, what, what, what team comes to mind? But, yeah, it has happened. Not in, It's not so distant. Yeah in the distant uh, past that it, that it's not relevant. Well, think about this. We had the Pittsburgh Steelers were 11 and 0 last year. Yeah. In yeah. a 16 game season. And look how fast in a blink of an eye their season, they lost that first game and before you know it, they were getting mollywhopped by the Browns mm-hmm. in the playoffs. So, it's I mean, it's a fickle situation, man. It can change on you in an instant. And what I I'm hoping is like I said, the leadership within the locker room, on the coaching staff, the lead players are just reminding guys one week at a time. We'll right. get there to the, the, the finish line, but we got to concentrate one week at a time. And, you know, I remember the, the, the 98 season, bro, when I was with the Falcons. All of a sudden, you know, all the, the, the cameras and everything wanted to be around. And there was a couple of certain players that I know <laughs> heads got real, real big, real yeah. big. Jamal. Yeah. Um, you know, not name any names, Jamal. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so there were some people that really started, like I said, smell their must by the end of the year. And like I said, it has a crazy way of you know, coming full circle. And obviously we went all the way to the Super Bowl and lost it. But like I said, it, it, it can all happen in a flash. And uh, we're in week six. We got a long way to go. Uh, let's take care of week seven, eight, and all the way up to 17 one at a time. True indeed. So uh, I want to get your thoughts on who you feel will come out on top of this. But I want to ask this, the way different ways in which people can make an impact in the game that are maybe beyond stats. And the, I want to ask this about one. Uh, we know Chandler Jones didn't play this game because of being out with COVID. It, but there's been but J.J. Watt doesn't necessarily have the sack totals. I know he's your favorite player in the NFL. But if we look at his do you. Even as we were somewhat questionable about his addition to the team, do you feel that even beyond necessary stats, tackles, et cetera, do you feel that somebody like a JJ Watt is making a is 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 making an impression on this team and leaving and leaving his mark, so to speak? Absolutely. In a game where you go across and you didn't have Chandler Jones, I guarantee you JJ Watt was the the the, the inspirational uh, uh, leader for that team. And he's at a stage where I don't know where you, everybody can jump on his back, but he can soar. I mean, he can hold a couple dudes down while everybody, while we do this as a unit. And if you look right. at this, uh, like our defense, the list of dudes that had at least one jackal in the game spreads, I mean, all the way down to the bottom of my screen. So yeah. that means we had a whole bunch of people out there 
contributing. And here's the one thing I will say this. You know, people always, you know, when they ask me, like, when you know, you were on a Super Bowl team, how many balls did you catch? How many of this did, did you do? I'm like, look, I had a couple catches on the season, but I get, and you know, my stats weren't blowing out the, you know, anybody off the, the screens or anything like that. But I guarantee mm-hmm. you, I did at least one or two things during that season that contributed into us having a win. And I could point them out, I'm not going to, but I did at least one or two things throughout that season. We got a whole bunch of dudes. They're doing some stuff that are helping right. us get wins and W's that can contribute to the overall big picture. And that's what we need. You don't need superheroes out there. You need dudes that are all out there just doing their job. And I'm seeing that from the Cardinals right now. You got a lot of guys contributing. Uh, you got some leadership. Like I said, go on the road without your head coach. I don't care who you are. Uh, to go and get a victory without your head coach and play that well is really impressive to me. Yes, and yeah, I know you were impressed by uh, by DeAndre Hopkins with that move on that one touchdown. I mean, he was he was doing some things with it, man. He was doing a little thing, and he looked like a young D Hop out there, man. That was one of those ones. I'm like, wow, got to come. He's out there two stepping on him, man. Wow, okay, this is true. So let's get your thoughts on how you think this one's going to play out. I'm I'm thinking it's got to be 14 plus, right? It's got to be 14 plus if the Cardinals win by on this one. I mean, I'm thinking. It, turn it on. Try to try to really maybe another maybe another uh, repeat of what we had here. So maybe uh, what thirty seven fourteen something along those lines. Maybe something similar if the defense it can continue to be in this zone and continue to apply themselves. Maybe maybe a repeat score. So what do you think about this game? I'm thinking the same thing as you, bro. I'm thinking thirty four thirteen. We get after them early. We score rookie quarterback, you know, then, and then I'm not saying Houston is thrown in the towel, but they know what they're working with right now. They're looking at the future and the future doesn't start just coming Sunday <laughs> out here in Arizona. So, you know, every team likes to think, Hey, you know, we're out there to compete and we're going to, man, this should be one of those ones that we are dominating from the start of the game to the end. 34, 13 is and we haven't even seen the spread yet, and I wouldn't expect the spread to be that high, but I would expect the Cardinals to come out, dominate this game, and put up some points and keep them from putting it in the end zone as well. Hey, so leave me with this. So I want to ask this. It's oftentimes that – and you've, I'm sure you've experienced this in baseball, but there's also when it comes to the, the National Football League where all of a sudden somebody is is lampooned, a coach, let's say, a defensive coordinator, offensive coordinator, a coach is maybe lampooned or, or and, and then all of a sudden they're, they're doing the same thing that they were doing before. Maybe they just have more players and all of a sudden they're a genius or they're, or they're just so talented. What I'm getting at is Vance Joseph – that it, it, going back to him, I know we talked about him briefly, but do you feel that he's doing anything different or he's doing the same type of approach? He just has more better players now to be able to go into, let's say, to be able to go up against, let's say, coming up this weekend at Houston and be able to unleash his defense. Do you think he's doing anything different or is it, nah, man, I, I'm, the, I'm, I'm doing the same old two-step dog. I just got, I just got, you know, <laughs> Stacey Adams on right now. I think he honestly just has better pieces right now, Jay. I think, you know, we went out, and it's, it's interesting. You know, we're still trying to figure out how to use Zayvon Collins. Uh, Isaiah Simmons has obviously made some strides. But, you know, you got Buda Baker back there. I just think he's got a better plan for the pieces that he has, and he's kind of getting after it. I give him a lot of credit. There were some times in that game, Jay, where I was thinking, okay, down a distance dictates that he sits back and kind of mm-hmm. lets this happen. Man, he threw some stuff at Baker, and I was like, wow. I mean, I'm thinking yeah. – because here's the thing. 
And I'll be perfectly honest with you. I always put myself, as, you know, as a former player, I was in a quarterback or anything like that, because, but because I know the game the way I think I do, a lot of times I put myself in the position of the quarterback. You know, I'm just trying to analyze it from their view, like what they might see and why they did this and why they did that. And I'm thinking right along, you know, a like third and this or that. He's probably going, you know, we'll get a big dose of zone here, maybe a dog or something like that. Yeah. And all of a sudden you look up and you got twists and turns and quarterbacks coming off edges and stuff like that. Yeah. I'm sitting there, my heart, re- heart rate goes <laughs> up. I'm like, oh, I just, you know. So, I, you know, for, for the, the thing about Vance and what he's done so far, very non-predictable, which remember last year, yes, it was almost like a script. Yeah. It didn't matter. From game to game, it was like, oh, it's third and whatever. We know it's coming here, you know. Man, he's going off script and doing some things that I don't even think he realizes he's doing. He's just like I said, I always call defensive coordinators and special teams coaches, I call them um, uh, mad hatters, man. They're like evil geniuses. Okay. When they get it right, when they're doing what nobody is expecting and you're coming from angles and you know places that people just never thought of, that's when you get success. And I think he's taking the pieces he has and he's utilizing them and being more creative. And I think that's where his sec- uh, success is coming from. And we hope that we continue to see that success against the Houston the Houston Texans this weekend. Uh, so on behalf of the one and only Ed Easy Smith, I am Javon J. Love Adams. And we are presented by Bet Online, as we always like to say around this time. You can. Till next, be easy out there. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.